The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax Products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Gene Carroll, B. Benaderet, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. While you're putting the finishing touches on your newly cleaned house, don't forget to give a thought to your car. After all, a clean, shiny automobile gives your family just as much pleasure as a clean, bright home. And car cleaning's no trouble at all these days with Johnson's Car New to help you. There just isn't any other car polish that shines a car as easily as Car New. Johnson's Car New is the famous liquid car polish that both cleans and polishes in one quick operation. You apply it with a cloth, rubbing just hard enough to loosen dull winter grime. Let it dry to a white powder, then wipe it off. That's all there is to it. But, oh, man, what a shine Carnew gives your car. Leaves the finish so satin smooth, so beautifully polished, you'll hardly know the old bust. And it's easy to keep your car bright and new-looking when you use Johnson's Carnew occasionally. You see, dust and dirt can't get a foothold on the smooth, shiny finish. Try it, won't you? More car owners buy Johnson's Car New, you know, than any other car polish. It's spelled C-A-R-N-U. Do you know what sales resistance is? Well, that's what a husband has when his wife tries to sell him on the beauty and charm of her old school friend who is coming for a visit. In this case, the husband and wife are Fibber McGee and Molly. Just imagine, McGee, I haven't seen Thelma since we were in school together back in Peoria. Uh, what was her name again? Thelma. Oh. Thelma Graham. Yeah. Oh, she was a screen. Funny, I can't seem to remember her. Well, she never hung around the smoke shop much. Oh. She didn't play pool either. <laughs> Folks were strict, huh? <laughs> Besides, that was before you came into my life, dearie. Oh, the dull years. <laughs> well, they would have been dull except for Thelma Graham. Yeah? I'll never forget the time Thelma's folks got a new clock. And they told her it would run eight days without winding and it. she said, how long will it run if you wind it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, she was just bubbling over all the time. She'd say things like, uh, how do you get down off an elephant? And uh, you say, I don't know. And, and then, then she'd say, you don't get down off an elephant, you get down off a duck. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody told her she ought to be in vaudeville. Yeah. Too many people like her did go into vaudeville. <laughs> That's what happened to it. Well, I'd like to stick around and meet this happy character, kiddo, but I got to get down to the Elks Club. We got to paint the pool balls this spring, and... <laughs> I'm one of the few who knows what the color of the eight ball is. <laughs> now, we'll... McGee, please, you stay here with me. You must meet Thelma. I know, but I promised the fellows that I'd Besides, help Besides, take... Thelma's never met my husband, you know. Oh? I want to show you off a little, sweetheart. Show her how well I married. Well, if you think it'll build you up socially. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've asked a few friends to drop in for tea at 4 o'clock. Dr. Gamble and Mr. Wilcox and Mayor Latrivia and Mr. Wimple. Thelma will only be here between trains, so... My gosh, is that your friend already? i got to shave and put on a clean shirt and get no, down. No, no, no. Relax, dearie. She isn't due for an hour yet. Oh. Come in. You see, McGee, it's Mr. Wimple. Oh, hi, a wimp. Hello, folks. 
You're a little early for tea, Mr. Wimple. The invitation was for four o'clock, remember? Yes. I just came over to tell you I'd be here, Mrs. McGee. Is it somebody's birthday or something? No. No, it's for a wise cracker named Graham, Wimp. <laughs> An old school chum of Molly's. She tells jokes. You do, Mrs. McGee? <laughs> no, Thelma does, Mr. Wimple. Thelma Graham. That's her name. Oh, you'll just love her. She's a scream. Well, I don't know, Mrs. McGee. I'm sure she must be very nice if she's a friend of yours, but women like that frighten men. They do me, anyway. <laughs> That's not so peculiar. All women frighten me. Like this morning, for instance. What happened this morning, Wimp? Well, I was standing in the kitchen while the milkman was kissing my wife. Heavenly days. The milkman was kissing your wife. Did you slug him, Wimp? Well, how could I? I was holding his milk bottle. <laughs> yes, but, uh, Mr. Wimp... Besides, he's my father-in-law. Oh. <laughs> What bothered me, he, well, he interrupted me while I was trying to read my bird book. Your what, Mr. Wimple? My bird book. <laughs> Did you know that the laughing grackle of western Kansas builds its nest out of old funny papers? <laughs> well, that's a switch. I've known of jokes getting the bird, but never vice versa. <laughs> well, anyway, they don't have any housing shortage. Did you ever hear my poem about that? No, and I don't think we'd have... Oh, I'd love to hear it, Mr. Wimple. All righty. It goes... Recite it again. I didn't get the gist of it. I was just clearing my throat, Mr. McGee. Oh. It goes... What is home without a mother is a phrase you hear from Rome to Rome. But the housing shortage gives us another. What is mother without a home? Well, I'll be back at 12 o'clock, folks. Well, I'd better go out in the kitchen and see how Lena's coming along with the tea things, McGee. Okay. And you better run up and shave so I can show Thelma what a handsome husband I am. Okay, Tootsie, right away. Ah, oh, there goes a good kid. She thinks I swallow that stuff about me being so handsome. <laughs> and she's so right. <laughs> I lap it up like a hungry hound. Uh-oh. I hope that isn't Giggling Graham, the girl gag man. <laughs> Come in. Hi, miss. Oh, it's you, Teeny. Sure it is, I bet you. Oh. <laughs> what you doing, miss? And what you doing? Who watch you? I'm about to go upstairs and unwhisker myself, sis. We got a tea party cooked up for 4 p.m. to meet an old schoolmate of Mrs. McGee. Oh, gee, that'll be dandy, I bet you. Mm. I met an old schoolmate of mine this morning. <laughs> you did, eh? <laughs> hmm? I says you did, eh? Did what? Met an old schoolmate of yours. You did? You did. I know it. It was Willie Toops. He's one of the oldest schoolmates I got. He's eight and a half going on ten. (laughs) He's aging fast, isn't he? You like Willie, sis? Oh, boy, I'll say. Is he ever good looking, though? Yeah. (laughs) Hubba, hubba, hubba. He's kind of dumb, though, I bet you. What you mean, kind of dumb, though, I bet you? Well, he says the reason it rains is because the birds are crying and the rain is birds' tears. Well, why do the birds cry? Because it's raining, he says. Oh. <laughs> well, that's a very poetic conception, sis, but we know better, don't we? <laughs> sure. <laughs> why does it rain, mister? Huh? That's very simple, sis. In the first place, the heat of the sun causes evaporation of the water in the streams and the lakes and the oceans. It rises into the air and forms clouds. 
The clouds go wherever rain is needed, and when they get there, the thunder says, All right, kids, break it up. <laughs> then the lightning flashes it to show it where to fall, and down it goes to wet the fields and the crops and the trees, and so they can grow. Catch on to it? See, does it rain wherever it needs rain? Sure. How about the desert? Mm. My teacher, Miss Yegley, says it hardly ever, almost never rains in the desert. Well, uh, you see, he says the, uh, well, well, the desert don't need rain. No. Nothing grows there but cactus and tourists, and neither of them use much water. Uh, well, uh, how about the ocean, mister? Don't it ever rain on the ocean? Why, certainly. Well, the ocean don't need any water, I bet you. Uh, well, uh, the ocean... Uh, well, i got to run upstairs and shave, sis. It's been very nice talking to you, but hey, I... Hey, now, mister, wait a minute. Huh? Why does it have to rain on the ocean? Uh, you said the rain went wherever they needed it, and the ocean don't need any rain, I bet you. Look, sis. Hmm? You ever eat radishes? Sure. I love radishes, I bet you. How do you eat radishes? I just put a little salt on them and eat them. Well, Natch, and if you eat too much salt, what happens? I get thirsty. Of course you do. And if you get thirsty with a few little dabs of salt, how do you think the ocean gets with millions of tons of salt in it? <laughs> wow. Well, I'll see you later, sis. Go on, mister. <laughs> Mills in the orchestra and Linda. Don't ask me, Snooky. I'm prejudiced. You always look wonderful to me. You look nice, too. Mm -hmm. That's the closest shave you've had since you got the wrong draft card in 1942. <laughs> you just love Thelma McGee. Yeah. Us girls used to fall down and roll on the floor at her joke. Well, if you see me rolling toward the back door, Tootsie, hold it open for me because I'll be on my way to the... Oh, I bet that's Thelma now. This is going to be such fun. Come in. Thelma! Molly! <laughs> 
as the man said when the newsstand burned down, long see no time. <laughs> oh, fine. Ah, Heavenly Days, it's nice to see you again, Thelma. And you haven't changed a bit. Well, I've got a few gray hairs, Molly. But as the man says, just because there's a little snow on the roof doesn't mean the fire's out in the house. <laughs> I mean, McGee, Thelma's... A... Oh, pardon me, Thelma. I want you to meet my husband. Dearie, this is Thelma. Uh, hi, Thelma. Welcome to Belly Laugh Manor. <laughs> Glad you could come. Always like to have our wits about us at a tea party. <laughs> you get it, girls? Have our wits about us? Thelma being such a wit, I thought... Ain't it was... funny, McGee. Ain't? My gosh. I've been working on that ever since you told me she was... Certainly I'm glad to know Molly's husband, Mr. McGee. You know what a husband is, don't you? That's a lover with the nerve removed. Ah! Brother, this is worse than My I thought. My goodness, what am I thinking? What am I thinking of? Standing here gabbing away. Let me take your coat, Thelma. No, I'll put it in the other room myself, Molly. As the breeze said to the candle, I don't want to put you out. <laughs> Good old Thelma. What did I tell you, McGee? Isn't she a scream? Yeah. Oh, you you love her when you get to know her better. I wouldn't know her any better if she sat on my lap till Henry Wallace gets to be president of the Union League Club. <laughs> Why, she's the most obnoxious. Why, this is a lovely home you yeah. have, Molly. Oh, thanks, Thelma. We Personally, like... I like to live in hotels. I go there for a change and a rest. The bellboys get the change and the manager gets the rest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm getting nervous. I'll bet we get a nasty letter from it pays to be ignorant. <laughs> Look, Thelma, suppose we... Oh, good. Our guests are beginning to arrive. I'm so anxious to have you meet our friends, Thelma. Come in. Hi. Hey, it's Harlow Wilcox. Come on in, Junior. I hope you like seafood. We've been baking clams by the thousands. <laughs> Come in, Mr. Wilcox. How are you, Molly? Hiya, pal. Miss Graham, may I present Mr. Wilcox? Mr. Wilcox, my old schoolmate, Thelma Graham. How do you do, Miss Graham? As the gangster's wife said to him when the cops met the train, police to meet you, Harlow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you ever hear anybody like her, Mr. Wilcox? She kept us girls screaming all through school. I believe it. I've only known her a minute, and I'm almost screaming myself. Uh, going to be in town long, Miss Whole Wheat? <laughs> Graham, Junior. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> Now I'm just passing through, Mr. Hotchkiss. Uh. Wilcox, then. Oh, pardon me. No, I'm on the way to California, out where the men have hair on their chests, at least till the picture's finished. <laughs> you look like an actor yourself, Mr. Wilcox. Well, I, <laughs> I did a little work in Chautauqua, Miss Graham. Second leads, mostly. Sang baritone, too. Still puts on a pretty good floor show, Thelma. I'll bet he does. Ever hear about the guy getting the life insurance? Doc asked him if he had any scars, and he said, no, but I got a cigarette. Ah, Thelma, please, I make an all over. <laughs> Me too, and more in some places than in others. Say, 
up. You still an actor, Mr. Wilcox? No. I sell Johnson's wax products now, Miss Graham. Uh, ever hear about Johnson's glow coat? Sure I have. My sister always uses Johnson's glow coat. The salesman told her it'd make her linoleum shine till she could see her face in it. And she used it. Well, she forgot it was battleship linoleum. And when she saw her face in it, she looked like Admiral Nimitz. <laughs> Grab it, Junior. That's the first hole there's been in this conversation for half an hour. Hey, oh, uh, well, uh, Glow Coat's really a wonderful product, Miss Graham. Shines as it dries to a beautiful, glossy finish. Oh, that reminds me of a gag yes, about Yes, sir, yes, sir. No rubbing, no buffing with Glow Coat. You simply pour a little out, spread it around with a long-handled applier, let it dry for 20 minutes or less, and presto. And uh, there's also the one about the it two girls... It puts a that... gleaming, protective shine on your linoleum that's a joy to any housewife's eye. Yeah, but Mr. Wilcox, A hard I... wax finish that laughs at the ice man's feet and makes the scrub bucket as obsolete as button shoes. Oh, now look, Harlow. Yes, Miss Graham? What's so obsolete about button shoes? My father's worn button shoes for 50 years. Likes them, does he, Thelma? No, he can't get them off. <laughs> Isn't this jolly, Waxy? Aren't you glad you came? Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, Dr. Gamble and Mayor Latrivia and Mr. Wimple should be here any minute. Now, I'll see if Lena has tea ready. Lena! Oh, Lena! Hey, everything is ready, honey. I didn't know if you wanted green tea or black tea, so I just used the orange peekaboo. <laughs> I hope that's all right. Oh, that's fine, Linda. Just put everything on the coffee table and I'll serve. Yes, ma'am. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. How are you, Lena? Well, I got a little sinus trouble, Mr. Wilcox. They don't bother me much except when I hang by my knees. <laughs> When you hang by your knees. Yes, you know, some of the labels on the preserves are pasted on upside down, so I hang by my knees from the hot air pipes to read them. I have to work fast, too, because the brains rush to my head. <laughs> my goodness, Lena, you might have a bad fall doing that. Oh, it ain't the fall I mind so much as it is the winter, honey. That's when them pipes really get hot. <laughs> wants any more tea or more of them little woman fingers, you just holler at me. Uh, lady fingers, Lena. I know, but Mr. McGee said they didn't want this party to be too fancy, Mr. Wilcox. He said it was just for a bunch of mugs that Hey, well, Lena. That's what you said, Mr. McGee. You said they'd probably much rather have beer and pretzels. Oh, but... please, Lena. Oh, well, that's all right, honey. I think you're perfectly right to serve tea. It looks a lot better in the society columns if it says, Mrs. McGee served tea to a group of prominent citizens than if it said you rushed the growler for a bunch of... Oh. Oh, my. Is this the girl you went to school with, honey? Hello, Thelma. I'm Lena. Hello, Lena. I'll bet you can't guess which hand I stir my tea with. Oh, now you go on, you use a spoon to stir it. <laughs> you don't catch me on any old chestnut like that, Thelma. <laughs> King's men, and I do, do, do like you. I don't like her. People I don't like to. I do I like anyone. I don't, 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 but I do, do, do like you. I don't like milk. Spinach I don't like too. I don't like anything that's good for me, but I do, do, do. 
dude like you. Am I mad? No, just my attitude has always been very unconventional. Do I care? No, if you think I am crazy. It is intentional. I don't like her. People I don't like too. I think that I don't even like myself. Maybe silly, but it's true. Baby, you're the one exception. I do, do, do. I do, do, do. I do, do, do. I do like you. I don't like her. I don't like her. I don't like people. I don't like to either. Do I like anyone? I don't, don't, don't. But I do, do, do like you. Neither. I don't like prunes. I don't like prunes. I don't like money. I don't like to either. I don't like anything I ought to like. But I do, do, do like you. Neither. Am I mad? No. Just my attitude has always been very unconventional. Do I care? No. If you think I am crazy, it is intentional. I don't like cats. And cats I don't like too. I think that I don't even like myself. Maybe silly, but it's true. You're the one exception, baby. I do 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 like you. More tea, Dr. Gamble? No, thank you. Little lemon, Mr. Mayor. I'm equipped. Cream, Mr. Wimple? This is fine. I'm okay, too. Well, so you're the mayor of this town, are you, old boy? Uh, yes, Miss Graham, I am. I trust you're enjoying your visit to Wistful Vista? Well, I haven't seen much of it, but any city of over 500 people scares me. You know what they say, you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country, country out, out of, of the, the girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thelma, how you do go on. <laughs> Isn't she a scream, Mayor Latrivia? Uh, yes. Isn't she? Are you traveling by train or plane, Miss Graham? And how soon? I'm going west by train and back by plane, Your Honor, which reminds me of the time I went to Europe on a boat. Travel by rail all the way. <laughs> May I have another cookie, Mrs. McGee? Certainly, Mr. Wimple. Here you are. Oh, say, Thelma, <laughs> tell the boys what you said to the porter on the train. <laughs> Listen to this voice. Yeah, tell us, Thelma. I can hardly wait to hear it. I'll bet it's a Lulu. Well, I left my shoes to be shined, and the porter brought back one brown one and one black one. When I told him about it, he said, well, imagine that. That's the second time that's happened today. <laughs> Did that really happen to you, Miss Graham? Oh, now, doctor, don't get personal. As long as you and I can keep people in stitches, who cares? <laughs> May I have another cookie, Mrs. McGee? Hey, better take it easy with those cookies, Wally. They're pretty rich. Say, you people know the best exercise to keep from getting fat? Push yourself away from the table three times a day. <laughs> don't you agree with that, doctor? I beg your pardon, Miss Graham. I didn't hear what you said. I was looking at Mr. Wimple's bird book. It's a very interesting article about the Chicago pigeon. It sits on a stool under a bright light and sings to the cops all day. Say, 
That reminds me of the deck of cards in the desert calling to its young. Oasis, oasis, oasis. <laughs> oasis. Oh, murder. <laughs> That's the funniest thing I ever heard, a deck of cards in the desert. <laughs> How do you think these things up, Thelma? Oh, my gosh, all you need is a few back copies of the hardware dealer. Hey, Thelma? I like the old college humors myself, Mr. McGee. I'm a college girl, you know. I got my degree in music. Are you a composer, Miss Graham? Am I a composer? Remind me to sing for you my masterpiece, the refrain from smoking. <laughs> I didn't think she was that old. <laughs> Say, uh, you look like a college man yourself, Mr. Mayor. I am. University of Texas. A three-letter man. No kidding, the trivia. A three-letter man? Yes. I sat on a branding iron. <laughs> I hope I'm not using any of your material, Miss Graham. No, I just used the one about the cowboy with enamel all over his pants. Well, I'll play straight man for you, Thel. How'd the cowboy get the enamel on his pants? Well, they told him to saddle his old paint, and he thought they said to paint his old saddle. I wonder what old Fred Nittany's doing. And then there was the one about the man that got gored by a longhorn in the Minneapolis Symphony Orchestra. But that was way back... Oh, say, there's my taxi cab. I gotta leave now to catch a train, folks. Oh, I'll get your hat, Thelma. I'll get your coat, Thelma. I'll hold the door open, I'll Thelma. pay the cab driver. <laughs> I'll eat the rest of your cookies. I'll telephone the station. If you don't get on that train, it won't be my fault, Miss Graham. Ah, you're all just too sweet. Molly, it's been a wonderful reunion. If you ever come to California, come and visit with me. Oh, I'd love to, Thelma, but how will I get in touch with you? <laughs> Are you kidding? Well, goodbye, everybody. I've just loved meeting uh, you. Goodbye, goodbye, Thelma. Goodbye. Wow, what a character. You guys ever hear so many corny jokes in your life? I've heard those jokes plenty of times. I've told them plenty of times. I could make some interesting rearrangements of that girl's thyroid. <laughs> Did you say you hadn't seen her since your school days, Molly? You lucky girl. Oh, I don't care. I think Thelma's lots of fun. But say, uh, what did she mean, was I kidding, when I asked how to get in touch with her? Uh, search me. I don't know. I do. You, you do, do, Mr. Wimple? I knew who she was the minute I heard her voice. But I thought she was sensitive about it. What do you mean? Who is she? She's Bubbles Joy, the big radio star. Bubbles, Bubbles. Oh, no. I listen to her every and week. And she makes $8,000 a week. Are there any more cookies, Mrs. McGee? <laughs> white woodwork is spring cleaned and shining, how do you plan to keep it clean? Dirt does seem to show up, doesn't it? And those ugly fingerprints seem to come from nowhere. Well, I'll tell you what I suggest. Johnson's Cream Wax, the newest Johnson's Wax Polish that was specially made for your light woodwork and furniture. With Cream Wax, you need never use harsh cleansers or even soap and water to clean your woodwork. You just apply Cream Wax and dirt and fingerprints vanish. And that's not all. In addition to unusually effective cleaning ingredients, this creamy white liquid contains genuine wax. Polish it lightly, and it leaves a hard, smooth, dry finish that is not sticky. Johnson's Cream Wax fills a real need, not only to clean and wax polish your woodwork and furniture, but also to give your white kitchen equipment a beautiful, bright sparkle. Try it, will you? You'll like the protective Cream Wax gives against future soiling. How easy it makes dusting. Johnson's Cream Wax. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. 
I can't get over it, Molly. Imagine her being Bubbles Joy. Why, she's famous. I told you she was funny, McGee. Yeah, but she ain't funny enough to get paid for it. Aren't we on dangerous ground, dearie? Huh? Oh. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Good night, all. This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.